Welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club! <laughs> On tonight's show, we have Deirdre O'Kane, Jilsey Fitz, Mike Morgan, and Jason Byrne. And Eddie and Damo talk about being heckled by flatulence, hot doctors, should they be allowed, and urinating on buses, yay or nay? All right, welcome to episode seven of the Cracked End Comedy Club podcast. Eddie is here, but guess what? Food poisoning. I'm not well. What happened, man? I ate chicken korma last night. It was a, the first evening off from the Cracked End in quite a while. <laughs> Months. Months. The one time we had one, a dinner date. <laughs> went for a dinner date with the lady. Had a lo- It was actually delicious. Um, That's all that matters, really. No, it's not. I No? No, no, like two hours later, I was in the bathroom. Well, this is a food hangover. You know, it's a really good food. And then, you know, you're in... Yeah, but at least with the hangover hangover, if it's like this bad, it, you, something, some wild shit would have went down last night, you know? That's true. I'd have stories. I'd have a... <laughs> Instead a, of just... And then I uh, mopped it up with yeah. the uh, naan bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That sucks. And it was chicken, so that's funny. The last time I had food poisoning was chicken as well. What what kind of food was it? Well, I mean, this was on me. So you said what time? You cooked it yourself. No, no, no. I'll tell you in a sec. But let's paint the picture of yours last night. What well, time I, to be honest, I, I, I'm kind of apprehensive about painting a picture of my... Insides. Yeah, well, I think people are here to listen to some stand-up comedy. Yeah, they will. I think... But it was 8 o'clock at night. It wasn't... It's not food poisoning time. Like usually chicken food poisoning times after midnight. That's what I was saying to you earlier. Poisoning time. Fun, I wanna go. Oh, let's get everyone out of this restaurant. Play the poisoning time song. Everybody home. It's poisoning time. Is Because in the pubs they play closing time. That's perfect. Play vomit time in our restaurants. Vomit time. Get out of here. So I, you know, there's that lawn, that was that Londis on the O'Connell Bridge. It's now in a Circle K or whatever, so it looks like a service station when it isn't. It's weird. So I was in there. So when it was whatever, and then this was on me. You know when they reduce things, you know, because they're old. There was a baguette, but done as a pizza. You know, like say half a long roll with paste on it like tomato oh, man, paste like, I've just had like the okay, worst yeah, night yeah, of my yeah, life yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear it about it was a chicken worse. one but I'll just tell you you'll, you'll love this it was 60 cents I mean what's not to love about that I was like that is going in my mouth 60 yeah. cents yes please but when was it, that chicken fresh it not had, a, it had a, a sticker with a skull and a cross <laughs> And then it said 60 cents next to it. And you were like, I'll at, take that risk for 60 yeah, cents. Yeah, reduced at your own risk. <laughs> so I, I ate it and yeah, within minutes. Mm. And this is, food poisoning is like, did you have the cold sweats? I find that it defies physics. You know, when you the sweat coming out of you is freezing, which is impossible really, because we're what, 37 degrees or whatever, the human body. And just something cold to come out. Of it. it doesn't make sense. Cold yeah. sweats. Anyway, let's just to clarify, Damo never studied physics. Um, yeah, no, I'm not a major. <laughs> As if I'm not a minor. <laughs> we're, we don't we don't go down to zero degrees freezing point. It's, yeah, it's just a cold, colder sweat than normal. That's all it is. It feel it felt freezing. It feels like ice. It feels and you're shivering and you're like this. No, nothing makes sense. 
But yeah, yeah same. So I'm, on, I'm on Mortilium. I'm on Paracetamol. Listen to this. This is what it is. This is how committed he is. Listen to all these drugs. And I've got the box. Look at that. Mortilium. Wow. I'd like to clarify as well. Like, I, I called Damo twice and said, I think it's best, you know, we'll try reschedule. And Damo was like, nah, man. Nah, come nah. in. I just got to st- started singing that uh, Queen song. The show must go on. Because you're going to Sweden tomorrow for a gig and you won't be back for a bit. And <laughs> the show must go on because uh, uh, this is the only time we can record, basically. Yeah, uh, but then, but like, it, oh, it's good when something's going on. You know, it's good to see. I just want the listeners to know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't, know, doesn't the listeners know it? I do. not want to be here. But don't worry. There's a clip of Eddie later on stage when he doesn't have food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good old days. The good old days of not feeling sick and not not throwing up your innards. All right, cool. We had so a great let's, lineup. Let's go into the clips. Great lineup today. We thought to start with Jillsy Fitz. Jillsy Fitz, Jillian Fitzgerald. If you really, if you go for a deep dive, Google and a real name. But uh, Jillsy Fitz and uh, two you're not fooling anyone, Jillian. <laughs> you're not fooling anyone, Jillsy. Jillsy, you know. <laughs> It's out of the bag now. Jilzy, what's that short for? Fitz, what's that short for? <laughs> All right, we're going to have to call and, someone on this. And here's several other people who have changed their names to their stage names and we're not happy about. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Damien to Demo, what is he doing here? So Jilzy, like someone someone was uh, into what Jilzy was saying at the start and they sort of said something encouraging, but she misheard it. And uh, well, she thought he said one of the worst human words. Human words? <laughs> Animal words, one of the worst <laughs> swear words in the English language at her, so that she deals with that. And then we'll cut to the end of a set where there was a good-looking Californian doctor, very handsome man up the front, six foot four, five, six. It was tall. And what handsome. night was this? This was Saturday. Saturday late show, maybe. Oh. So the late show, and they were up the front, and then Jilzy was. He, we found out he was a doctor, so Jilzy started talking. Was that a couple? That. Yes. And she was super hot as well. Yes. Oh, they were ridiculously hot. Yeah, these two. I mean, hot couples usually go together, she but they were both tall. She was from Wicklow. Yep, that's right. And they were picturesque, like Ken doll, Barbie doll. Yep. Perfect. And, yep. And smiling and full of joy as well. Like yeah, so happy that they were happy. good looking. Mm. He, he had a chain around Wait his till you hear Jillian takes them down a peg. That's yeah, right. Yeah. And his name's Jackson. The only reason why I said he was from California is because Jackson, any other, in, anywhere else would be a uh, a surname or a last name. But in, in America, John Caleri, I think, was saying this on the night that if you're from America, you get two two last names. My name's Jackson Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the Jillsy Fitz. Hello. Hi. Hi. This will be a quick 10 minutes now because I'm fucking bursted for a bit. <laughs> Um, hello, I am Gillian. Um, I'm from Kerry. Thank you, thank you. What? Did you just call me a cunt? Oh, it's not my fault. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, bit fucking harsh. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, we just started. <laughs> yes, it is not my fault. Thank you very much. Uh, it's uh, very much my parents. <laughs> She's a cunt. Um, but uh, <laughs> but usually when I tell people that I'm from Kerry, they're like, she's a bit of a cunt. Um, no, but usually when I tell people I'm from Kerry, they're like, you don't have a Kerry accent. And I'm like, I know, um, I actually needed a job. <laughs> um, and I don't know now how you guys feel about this, uh, Jackson, <laughs> but I don't think that beautiful people should be allowed to be doctors, right? 
I'm not going to fucking tell Jackson that I might have gonorrhea. <laughs> Look at his fucking face, like. I'm not doing that. I'll tell you I'm free on Friday, do you know? Um, fuck, it's not fair. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, I went to my doctor a while ago, and she was like, do you mind if you bring in a student doctor? Do you know now if you remember this, Jackson? But um, uh, <laughs> she was like, do you mind if you bring in a student doctor? And I was like, that's fine. No problem. Do my bit for the community and all that. Um, and lads, the man that walked into the room, I was just like, oh, fucking no, right? <laughs> he looked like, look at this, like. Um, so I was like, okay, be cool, be cool. <laughs> and he was like, do you mind now if I take your blood pressure? And I was like, that's fine. It turns out, lads, if you find someone attractive, your blood pressure will go the fuck up, right? Who knew? So my, my blood pressure goes through the roof. The two doctors start freaking out, and they're like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, must be the gonorrhea, I'm not sure. Um, and then... <laughs> And then to calm me down, fucking Jackson put his hand on my knee and was like, are you all right? And I was just like, you know what you're fucking doing, you bollocks. Thank you so much, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. Demo, I broke the mic. Proper rock and roll ending. Speaking of Freddie Mercury early, like the show must go on, she just snapped the microphone off. Just proper. Probably just because of Jackson's good lookingness. <laughs> the stand. She broke the stand. Yeah, they pulled that, you know, the top bit out. The whole oh. Freddie Mercury now, you would like just strut around yeah. with the top half. She was just, you just did that. She's a rock star. She's a rock star. That's old. why they call her Jilzy. That's why they call her Jilzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jilzy, the rock star. Um, that was great. How are you feeling now, man? I'm just going to check in during uh, the podcast. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm getting through it, you know. Um, but yeah, Hot Doctors, it's a good... Uh, it's an interesting one, you know. You don't want your, she's right. Like, if your doctor is Kim Kardashian or something, yeah, you're, you're not like, going to show uh, her. You're not going to show her those lumps below well, the belt. Well, I'll show her. I won't try into that one. Is your, my lovely is your blood pressure up? lumps. <laughs> my blood pressure is up, and there's only one way to get it down, baby. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a yeah. creepy patient every time. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, that's the same joke as Jules. He's pretty much, and the man perspective is like, no, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> no one wants to hear the Eddie Malarkey version of, <laughs> of Jules's doctor. Yeah. And I'll tell you, let's, she was so hot. Oh, Lord, it was unreal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Went the way the fuck up. Yeah, oh, speaking of uh, the C word, by the way, which Jilsey thought she was heckled by. Uh, Mike Morgan what did the Cork, person actually oh, say to Jilsey oh he said it's not your fault I think it was it's, it's not, not your fault, fault. four said, syllables and Jilsey said did you call me a cunt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where did she, she just heard, I know I guess she just heard at the end maybe not your fault yeah I don't know it's a demo that's I don't know I'm just trying to, I'm, try, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to turn the word fault into cunt there by well like how else because I guess if someone yells something out, it's usually going to be a heckle. You don't expect you're, you're first on the defensive usually, more so than because it, it surprises both. We've both had times where people call that something positive, but it throws you more than someone saying something negative. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, someone shouted at me the other night. Uh, I was doing the international, and I was talking about my attention deficit disorder, and someone uh, I said, "Anyone here?" And then no one spoke. And then I was like, oh, "All right." And then someone down the back shouted, and I was like, "What? What was that?" And then it was an old lady. And she stood up out of her chair and she said, you're special. <laughs> and she meant it in a nice way as in like, you are special. 
like you're a special person. Oh yeah, no, you know when an older person says special, they mean the the real word of like you're a special person because back in the day they could say spastic and retarded. So special. That was, <laughs> so, un, that was uncalled I'm just, for. I have to say the word so you know what I mean. Back then, special meant oh, you're a special little guy, but now you have to say special because that's a it's it could be all sorts of special because special goes from special to special. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we've just ruled out. Uh, 50% of all sponsors today uh, no, you know what I mean okay okay no look here's the thing I lived in St Kilda <laughs> Melbourne no 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 there's a, it, it might have been changed now but this is in 2001 I was living in Melbourne and around the, I lived around the corner from it still said on the, the this is on a building I'm, I'm saying on a post, building post 9-11 yes okay yeah after 9-11 changed everything they probably weren't about terrorists <laughs> but at the time it was Look this up, man. School for the retarded was still in two thousand and one. Big letters on a building in 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 Melbourne. Post nine eleven. That's <laughs> after nine eleven. <laughs> after the terrorisms, then they went for the special people. <laughs> oh my god! Like so what Eddie. do they call it now? I think they just tarted. Maybe they just got rid of the re. Maybe they put two dots <laughs> they put- after they put two dots after the re, like it was regarding the tarted, like an email. Put, got rid of, <laughs> like an in an email regarding the tardies. And then you get rid of the ED, so it's R E tardy. And it's just trying to about getting getting to places on time. That's getting what we to treat. places on time. Because that's what's funny. I didn't know that in is it French that retarded means slow or late. Because I was in a, a train station in Europe. I think it was a, it could have been Belgium or France or somewhere, and there's a it's all a blur really, isn't it? When you're in Europe uh, training around. And all on the board, there was like big snow or something, and it just said retarded, 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 all down the, the. And I was like, I mean, just say it's late, guys. You don't have to insult the trains. So that means slow. Apparently. Amazing. Retarded, man. Maybe were you were, you in, the, retarded, were you in the were you in the school in Melbourne you're talking about? Yeah, that was the school I was in. Yeah. But like, just right on the wall. So if oh. anyone's offended, I was just saying slow in French. The spastic. I'll put my hand up. I did say that. Yeah, but in in fairness, I am I have epilepsy. I'm allowed to say spastic. So am I. Well, I'm not epileptic. I'm definitely spaz. You're definitely not allowed to say spastic. I can't. Can I say spaz? by the rules of. You have the thing, you can say it. Isn't that the golden rule? Uh, of- so I better get diagnosed because I definitely have ADDD. Yeah, but that's, that's not spastic. That's definitely, def- isn't it? Spastic is a term kind of loosely used, but it was originally for epileptics, like a, a spastic fit. Oh, you're right. So I'm allowed. Oh, well, I should have just got you to say it. But anyway, you're special. So you're special and spastic. <laughs> That's Eddie's new stage name. <laughs> Please welcome. Today's show we got Jilsey Fitz and Special Spastic. Uh, <laughs> Do you know some people have the Amazing Jonathan or something like that? The Special Spastic Eddie. Because you'd, you'd be remembered. People, you can't say that. He goes, well, he can actually. You can't. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. So you have to always announce yourself from side of stage. You can't have another announcer do it unless he's also got epilepsy. Yeah, I mean, I'd never get booked, but hey, hey. Um, who else would we got Did you see that spastic act the other night? You can't say that, only he can. Well, he has got epilepsy. He has got epilepsy. I'm off the hook. So okay, do you know what? Like, I'm worried about saying spastic and uh, retarded, but we've already had the C-bomb dropped a few times, and we're going to drop it a few more times. C-bomb's very gentle compared to retarded and spastic. And that's true, because it could be a positive thing. Yeah, in, a, in an Australian accent. And Irish as say well. Say it in your accent, a positive C-word. Uh, g'day, Sam, cunt. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's very yeah. hey upbeat. Yeah. And 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 sound kind of here is good, it's good as well. Yeah. So it's just it's the uh, it's what what the adjective is before that really, isn't it? Let's play the clip. Let's play the clip. Speaking that, so this is all leading into terrible words, but uh, well, terrible if you think so. Anyway, if not, eh, they're just words. Uh, here's Mike Morgan talking about the relationship with his granddad. Oh man, got very um, close uh, with my granddad over the pandemic as well. I think it was very hard for the elderly people. Like I was always close to my granddad, but I feel we got closer, you know. Um, but I'm sick of how old people talk, like about young people. Like, oh, you don't know how good you have it. You don't know how, oh, you have it. Yeah. Back in my day, we had to go to school, drop out at 11 years of age, huh? And then we'd have to walk six miles to school and eight miles back. <laughs> was, it, was it a different route you took, Granddad? No, same route, it'd be downhills for... Okay, because if you stayed in school till 12, you would have studied distance, speed and time and realised that has fuck all to do with what you're talking about, you know? But, um... My, uh, my, my granddad gets in trouble a lot for saying the word cunt. People don't like him because they, they think he curses a lot. Everything's a cunt to my, to my grandfather. He's like, look at that cunt over there. It's like it's a horse. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just call it what it is, granddad. And uh, he's, uh, he's actually, I, I, I'm trying to help him. I say, granddad, don't say cunt anymore. Just say, see you next Tuesday. Just say, see you next Tuesday. People will get exactly what you're saying. He doesn't get it at all. He's like, do you know who's an awful see you next Tuesday? That cunt on the road! <laughs> Alright guys, that's my time. My name is Mike Morgan. Thanks very much. I'd love to meet his granddad. I know. He sounds great. Granddad Morgan. That was Mike Morgan there. We, Brilliant. I um, love anyone who finishes their, their set with a drop the C-bomb then drop the mic. See you later. Yeah, yeah. I'll be Mike Morgan. Brilliant. Uh, we got we had Jason Byrne on again last week. Man, delightful. Non-stop. Always, always a treat. Um, just goes up and he, usually, he, he always has like he goes I'll try these jokes out but rarely gets around to it but it was, it was fine too much yeah, he's, in the audience yeah yeah it just gets too electric with his messing it's too messing. It's, it's too good you're on a, you're on this this no one knows where he's going he might not and you're just on this uh, it's like a bullet train just hilarity and then if you go back I just want to turn it back to this bit it's like nah there's other times for that mm. or it might come in so it's it's great and then I think this one we were saying there was a, a stag up the front, another stag up the front row from Essex, you know, with the nice hair slicked over and all that sort of stuff. And uh, so Jason noticed him, all right? So I don't know, where uh, where do Protestants get married? I don't know. <laughs> That's a fair enough question. He's obviously a Protestant. His hair is flicked over. <laughs> Look at all the Catholics. See, their hair is messy because of fucking guilt. <laughs> That's a non-guilty head, fucking Protestant. <laughs> but Jesus is watching us. We have to mess our hair up so priests don't get attracted to us. <laughs> That's why we can't, we can't be too good looking. We have to mess our hair up and look a bit messy so fucking Fiddly Murphy doesn't come along. Sorry, fucking, that's on Facebook Live. Probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> We're a strange bunch, aren't we, the Irish? <laughs> we really are. I mean, mother of fuck what happened to us, you know? I mean, we are. We're kind of, we're kind of good looking. Do you know what I mean? It's not odd, isn't it? I mean, the women are definitely better than the men. Fucking lads, look, well done. But mother of fuck, when you see Italian men, wouldn't you? Oh, Jesus, I'm not even gay, but you'd ride the hole off them. <laughs> I think there was a couple of Italians in the audience as well. They loved it. 
Fair enough. They laughed and swished the scarf over. Yeah, they know it's true. They're like, see. See, Jabella. There's uh, oh, another clip from Jason now. This is from a... That was from the... I think the late show. This one's from the early show. There was a guy up the front just sort of daydreaming, just looking down to on the ground, like towards Jason's shoes. And so Jason sort of pulled him up on that. And then... So that, and then... Then this happened. This conversation happened. It's Jason again. But yeah, so I just I just turned turned fifty. That's kind of, Are you looking at my shoes? That guy. They're docks. You okay? No, the guy there in the purple, right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck else was I looking at? <laughs> I literally angled my head so I'd see it. No, it's okay. It's okay. Are you? Is that your partner? Yeah. yeah. Are you together a long time? Uh, yeah, just over five years. Over five years. Yeah. So you're in drifty mode. That's okay. Yeah, drifty mode, where he just drifts off. Yeah, he literally just did that just now. <laughs> He's just like this, like so, do you like my shoes? And he was literally not even in the room. <laughs> I'm flying around Dublin, over the Liffey. And then all you could hear, because I had to try and bring you back, all you could hear was fucking shoes, shoes. <laughs> Is it, is, oh, oh, you couldn't understand my accent? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll completely change it. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do when someone says that to you? <laughs> oh, I, I can't understand your accent. Oh, okay. So, hello, everybody. <laughs> and welcome to the show. So have you been sitting there the whole time just drifting? <laughs> you know there's more Irish acts coming on. <laughs> He's just going to be sitting there going, I don't know what they're saying. So even if you're just staring at the ground, Jason will pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, I've been staring at the ground for... I'm just fucking struggling. <laughs> He's holding in his vomiting. I'm holding it. Motilium. Very effective, though, I will say that. Good on Motilium. Good on Motilium. Went to the chemist. I was like, what do you got? She said Motilium. Well, we're looking for a sponsor, so. Yeah. There it is. Do you drink too much alcohol? Do you want 10 milligrams of film coated tablets? Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. Jason Byrne is special. He's very special. Well, he's in the old sense. In the olden days. Way. In the olden days sense. The good special. Mm. Um, oh, they're all good special. What am I speaking saying? of special, there was a guy in uh, at a comedy club a week ago and he came up to me and said, he, 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 he's, come, he's come a few times and he was talking to me after the show. He was like, oh, I love the comedy. Um, you know, I really want to talk to you about something. I've got, I've got a plan. And I was like, oh, you know, oh, I like when, when people introduce something they're like, I got a plan. You know, they're not going to tell you. He's like, I got a plan. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I was like, what? Yeah. You know, just tell me the fucking plan. He's like, like, how long is this plan? I don't know. He just said, I've got a plan. And yeah. then he said, I want to change the world. I was like, oh, fuck. This is a big plan. This isn't like, mm. I want to get a new kitchen. This is, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's, also, this guy, he definitely takes quite a few drugs but anyway he said uh, I want to change the world so anyway the next day he came back early were you worried a little bit? I was a little bit worried why, why, where am I in this plan? yeah and why did it take a day like if someone says I've got an idea on how to change the world you're involved I'll see you tomorrow on the scale of, on the scale of world changing plans like from uh, Red Cross to Jihad you know yeah. where, where is this we're changing uh, yeah. the world on the spectrum yeah 
Did you? Were you afraid for your life a little bit? I wouldn't think. Oh, he's, if he's gonna, if he rocks up with a backpack on the wrong way around. Yeah. All right. Change the world. You're involved. I'll meet you here tomorrow at seven p.m. Yeah. That doesn't sound like. All right. I Change just got the world. I just Start got... with your shitty comedy club. <laughs> I'm sick of the fucking crack den, man. Too much laughter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, also, I was just like, so the next day he came back and he, again, he was like, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. And I was like, in my head, you know what? You can't, don't start with change the world. Mm. You know, change your drug habit, change, yeah. tidy your room, yeah, yeah. wash your hair. Yeah. You know, start with these things. Start with change the world. Like, that's next. That's down the list. Yeah. Start recycling first, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Then. Ba- baby steps. And so he came in the next day. He came in. Were you worried? One to ten, how worried were you? Ah, like a four. I forgot about him, I'll be honest. Oh, and then you weren't worried at all. No, no, no. Then he t- then he I was, was there. more worried. I'd be like, I'm not going to see Eddie again after that. Oh, he turned up and I was like, oh, I, d- I knew it was just going to be like, oh, what's this going <laughs> to be? He handed you a chicken corn. He'd be like, taste that, it'd be grand. <laughs> 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 no, you are going to change the world, no? Um, but his, his plan, his big plan was he wanted to get on stage at the crack den it was just another fucking person trying to get on stage why at the didn't crack you say den. that the day before I know what I could organise a meeting with me at the comedy club <sighs> we get a lot of people coming up a lot of open micers or people who haven't done comedy before but that's okay but lots, yeah, lots of the time to they, go, they, go people straight have to the, they go straight to the point usually hey can I grab a spot sometime hey when you when's the gap next like straight Absolutely. to the point why waste why build it up yeah hey I'll message you tomorrow about something keep your ears up you're like what, what is that for it's just as quick to go hey have you got a spot soon hmm. and what'd you say hey. I said no stay away from me <laughs> no I said no sorry man uh, start with some open mics and we'll you know we can't have people who've never done comedy before no you yeah that's unfair to the Alpine customer eh hey hey hey, hey. but the, yeah so have you seen has he been since he, I hope he is. Uh, I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> oh, well, we want him to be on. Never we just want everyone, it's not good for anyone to be on stage when they don't know what they're... Maybe he's hilarious. Maybe just keep at it, you know. That's it. Stage time. Maybe he will change time. the world. Maybe he'll change the world and he'll be like, oh, we could have given him his first gig. Another note, uh, <laughs> thing that I was thinking of was, oh yeah, I was watching um, an episode of Bridgerton with... What, the new series? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know how insulting this... Was this before or after the food poisoning? Oh, this was a few days ago. Ah, uh, it'd be good to be vomiting while that was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, English people that are rich doing it. <laughs> is it the Cormac or is it Bridgerton? I'll never know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out it just had a, a harsh case of the Bridgerton. <laughs> you got a, a period in me guts. Bridger poisoning. Um, what they call, is it period drama? Is that what they call it? A bloody is period, it a period drama. drama. Yeah, a period drama. So yeah, how was the old Bridgerton? Oh yeah, so I was watching the person I was watching it with was uh, was telling me about this. It was episode whatever the, the, the last person. episode the, yeah who's this person I don't want to name a shame because the next thing they said was oh okay gotcha well, wasn't so it's there. not your partner you're not going to watch Bridgerton with not your partner we're going to guess it's not, it wasn't Julesy it was my mistress okay <laughs> <laughs> my Bridgerton mistress <laughs> yeah Anyway, I don't know if we'll keep any of this, but it made me laugh at the time. Keep it all. You're sick. You're delusional. You don't know what you're saying. We'll just say that. I have a temperature right now. I'm on Eurofin. He's putting words in my mouth. He's so sick. He made me say some horrible uh, words. But uh, (laughs) Spaz. We're watching Bridgerton, and uh, there's an actor in it who's a gay person, and then he plays a straight character in the series who is in love 
with someone uh, pretty regular you know actors actors loads of different things yeah uh, disabled actors or no that'd be the way around actors <laughs> <laughs> You gotta decide. By the way, can you run in this scene? I'm in a wheelchair, but I'm, he's a great actor. Oh, he god. jumped out. Oh god, he's yeah. a method actor. He's got it. He's method. Um, no, but so anyways, we're watching Bridgerton, and there's the gay actor who's in love with this woman as his character, mm. and um, yeah, she's my partner. That's name and shame. She said to me, the "Mistress, I just can't. I just, I can't believe these scenes. I because I know in reality he's gay." I was like. He's a brilliant actor. Like I, I was totally on board. I was like, I, this is actually pretty good. He's this, this love scene's great. And then when she said it to me, I was like, yeah, why, why would I care? Also, like she's like, I can't believe these scenes. That's where it starts in Bridgerton. The Queen of England is black in Bridgerton. All right. I was like, but I the, 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 the imagination I stops when the actor's gay. And this guy, when the <laughs> sexuality is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the reality. Yeah. That's, but that's. That's only because you know about the actor's private life, and I think that's always bad for uh, any movie because you, you're yeah. thinking you're thinking too much about the actual person. Because um, Tom Cruise ruined Batman Begins for me because at the time he was going out with Katie Holmes, and just before that movie came out, he was jumping up and down on Oprah's couch. Remember that? Going, yeah, I'm in love with Katie Holmes, jumping up and down on the couch. What a made a show of it, and Katie Holmes was in Batman, so I, can't, I couldn't. It was just it just happened, so I couldn't see Katie without thinking of Tom Cruise jumping up and down on the couch like an idiot, and it just took me out of the movie. And then also, but so that mean with Brokeback Mountain and stuff like that, where there's straight actors playing gay men, would your mistress partner be like? I don't believe any of that movie. Is it? Does it work all all around? Yeah, I guess we just know too much about the actors. We shouldn't know. Yeah, we shouldn't know. We should just enjoy the movie. That's the whole point of watching. Right, just get into the scene. Yeah, it's true. What's wrong with Tom Cruise? Like he's that time that he jumped up and down a couch, Oprah. What's that neurodivergence there? Like, what's going on? Yeah, was he doing it just to to show to Katie or to show to the the world that he wasn't gay? Actually, maybe. Oh, that's the rumor, isn't it? Because there's always rumors that he's gay, John Travolta's gay, la 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 la. That's just the, that's just that cheap. But yeah, rumor. Whatever. It Anyone who's a Scientologist, anyway. apparently. That... Scientology. Yeah, because Scientology is it a bit like Christianity, where like gay people, so gay people are sort of welcome, but not really. Is it like that? Do, the, do aliens that made the, you know, isn't Scientology all about aliens? Homophobic aliens. Homophobic aliens. Like, what difference does gender make when it's a different species? Apparently, quite a bit. It's a bit ri- it's Ask ridiculous. Ask Ron Hubbard. <laughs> I know. L. I had Ron. a. Oh, I. I've got. Oh, a, Eddie's eyes lit up there. I got a short story here <clears throat> about uh, Scientology. I got offered a job. I used to have this agent. She was a bit dodgy, if I'm honest. But anyway, he got me this uh, job offer. Sick, and I didn't take it. I was stupid morals at the time. But uh, the offer was to read uh, the translations of L. Ron Hubbard's Scientology books, which is like really? the Scientology Bible, in. Irish Oscailga. No way. And uh, so I would spend like two months or three months in Denmark where they've got a big Scientology center and I would have gotten paid 24,000 euro. Wow. And I just at the time I like I weighed it up you know so the offer was there it wasn't even like I had to audition it was just he just knew someone in Scientology and they were, needed someone who spoke Irish. Yeah and I was represented by him and he's like you speak Irish you could read that yeah 24 grand and I was like oh. For how long? How long like a month work or something? No it'd be like two months work. Yeah, um, pretty good. You get put up in a hotel, but part of me was like, "Do I want to be responsible if some 
Juan in Connemara <laughs> converts to Scientology. Yeah. And like is just driving the fucking town demented with the, his Scientology talk. And he's like, listen to this. And he's like, who the fuck? Is that Eddie Malarkey? Is that Eddie Malarkey yeah, reading that out? Yeah. Convincing people about Scientology. I was just like, ah. Like post- where, where does your personal responsibility start and end in regards to that? <laughs> You're like the Irish voice of Scientology. Yeah. That would have been pretty funny though, eh? Uh, it would have been great. I, like now, looking back, I'd be like, you should get an Edinburgh Einstein. show out of that. You know, also just like document because I'd be in the Scientology building all the time like just document like their daily life how mad they are you know it would have been mm. it's actually it was an opportunity in other ways but I was like 20 or 21 or something at the time I was just like uh, I don't agree with Scientology and it's a it's a heavy like it's a heavy burden to have it if, if that was recorded for the rest of your life but then you could get a, a see the Edinburgh Fringe and one one person shows one one off tour shows down the track if that's in your mind you can do anything crazy because if you thought then you're like oh we're doing the Edinburgh Fringe one day that'd be a great show The Science of Scientology yeah Insider Insider Edition The Irish Scientologist there's so many opportunities the Irish ticket sales will be mental oh man ah what a fucking fool ring him now get him on the phone just go do you remember you offered me that yeah. thing 10 years ago whatever it was I'll do it for free <laughs> <laughs> just save you 24 grand so, uh, so they must have got another voice actor that's how you find out. Yeah, who the fuck? Oh, you look know up what? a squa- look up a squalga Scientologist. What's what did you just say? A squalga. Yeah, what how do you say it? Os Galga. Os Galga. I love it. You just made up. A squalga. Hang on. So it's Os. A S is Os. Os. Like Aussies, like me. Os. Yeah. Os. Guelga. Guelga, Galga, depends where. I've been saying that wrong for 20 years. Yeah. That's why I say Irish. You speak Irish. People know what that is. Do you speak a squalga? Do you speak a squalga, mate? You guys are squalgas? What's wrong with your friend, Eddie? I don't know, man. There are squalgans. You can call me Spaz. You're allowed to do that. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right, we've got better play some other clip. Oh, yeah, um, sorry about that. But then, hey, yo, by the way, if you were an Irish Scientologist, message in. And then did you did you hit? Because, look. I would say don't message was, in if you're an Irish Scientologist. No, well, it's interesting, though, because, like, you know what date you would have recorded that and then it been released. Whoever replaced you, whatever damage he did, you know, that would have been on your shoulders and it isn't. Yeah. But if it never went anywhere. I just can't imagine any... Connemara people convert now that I think of it like there's no way you'd get them away from Catholicism to Scientology it's pretty heavy lean do you know what's what's I like about Catholicism is most Irish people are Catholic but lapsed so it's really you can still it's say just, you're okay you, like you get the communion money but you don't have to do anything yeah Jewish people are the same like it doesn't mean that like if you're Jewish you're not going to temple every day of the week yeah most religious people are just like ah we'll see what happens yeah. when I die the only thing the only advantage any of these religions have on Scientology is time Why is 2000 that? years from now Scientology if it takes off it will it could be <laughs> you know, it could be the Christianity of today it's just that oh it's a 2000 year old story you know oh uh, like, yeah the Christian story is as fucking nonsensical as the aliens coming down but it's just older it's just old it's just kind of goes well it was a good story it lasted the test of time yeah that's right Hubbard okay. uh, what's his name old mother Hubbard well, he, L. Ron Hubbard he, oh, was, L. Ron, he yeah. was born at the wrong year should have been born 2000 years ago 2000 years ago yeah people want to listen to his alien stories mm. oh there you go yeah sorry more clips more clips alright alright all right, all right. nonsense <laughs> oh me let's hit more of me that's what everyone wants so you were doing a gig with uh, Colin Geddes supporting Colin um, yeah Colin speaking of their podcasts which we weren't but we're on one um, General Banter if you don't already check out Colin Geddes' General Banter podcast brilliant 
great podcast from the northern Northern Ireland from the Northern Ireland great scene in stand up comedy in Northern Ireland yeah man it's a, a lot of great comics yeah considering the size of the place yeah. it's just the, the stand of comedy and the, the amount of clubs they're always very great. they're always very friendly and nice the comics from you Northern Ireland you sound surprised <laughs> any any person from the Republic of Ireland always sounds surprised when like I guess what you don't get blown up <laughs> No, just like no, not not even about fights. In no reference to the troubles, am I saying this? Uh, More just that, like comedians in the Republic. Oh no, there's still this really nice, full of lovely people. But like every time I've met a comedian from the northern of Ireland, yeah, I've had like a lovely chat. They're like, "Hey, how are you? Lovely to meet you." They're so they're just yeah, yeah, they're just absolutely full of chats and friendliness and soundness, and they're very supportive of each other. There's none of this cutthroat shit. It's all. But then that's what we see from the outside. That's what, yeah, that's true. They might say that about that. We might, we could say that about anything. Probably a few dead comedians in a garden somewhere. Yeah, it's like Bridgerton. On the outside, everyone looks posh. They're having sex, having a great time. But when you look deep down, he's really gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I don't even know the name of this actor, but I think you're a great actor if you're listening. All right. Superb actor getting these filthy, disgusting women. Why would he even do that? Yeah, imagine that. Stick with the blokes, mate. Put it in reverse. You have to kiss a man on screen and make it look like you're madly in love. Who uh, what? Damo, you have to Who, kiss. me? Yeah, you have to kiss me on screen and make it look like we're in love. 24 grand. <laughs> I want Scientology money now. <laughs> um, okay, okay, let's play. This is Damo supporting Colin Geddes. He gets heckled by a... Fart. Everywhere going up. Was that a fart? Are you sitting on a microphone? How is that louder than these speakers? I mean, I'm always joking about flatulence, but I've never been heckled by a, an audible fart from near the back of a room before. Are your trousers on? How'd you get the, the volume? You know, when you do that when you're a kid, you press your, butt, your naked butt cheeks together, you put on the lino or the tiles and go, bang! That was the sound that was... If you had Guinness last night, we're going to have to clear the room for at least 23 minutes. How's the women in the front? They seem okay. The big question, how are the people in the bench at the back? How are you? Are their eyes watering? You okay? (laughs) Some guy just opening a can. No time like the present. (laughs) Let's let loose. Once some dude fights, the bets are off. Everyone's just going, ah, oh, let's just start rolling up joints, cans out of our backpacks. What's your name, man? Ryan. Ryan. Well, we, there's nowhere we can go from there, let's be honest. There's nowhere. <laughs> so back to talking about Tesco. Back to the farts, mate. Unless I started just, like, dragging my ass while farting. How can I do better than Ryan? There's not. We should do a Mexican wave of farts. We've probably been holding them all in. And then just end with you, your arms folded. <laughs> Cheers for that. <laughs> Cheers for that, man. Um, you know why I'm going to say we needed just a five minutes of fresh air before we bring Colin on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's have a break. <laughs> let's have a, uh, a toilet break, okay? 
Uh, Jonathan, can you put on the extractor fans? Um, not for COVID reasons, but uh, okay. Smoke, smoke indoors. Actually, that might be good. Does anyone have? Does anyone have a boysenberry vape? Does anyone have a boysenberry vape? We can borrow. Anyone have a Febreze vape? <laughs> Febreze vape, anyone? Oh, that's brilliant. Um, Febreze Could vape, that's a great idea. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Just thought of it on the spot there. I was, I, was, I was pushed into a corner. But could you hear that? It went... It was yeah. like a proper... Yeah, it was aggressive. And I was from the back of the room and I was going through your microphone on stage. Back of the room, yeah. So everyone in the audience... It would have been louder for everyone in the audience obviously around. But it was, And I look up and his legs were sort of apart. He was sitting with his girlfriend. Jesus Christ. So it just was like... This guy just couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. We checked or IBS. The, we checked the seat. It was dry. <laughs> so it was just audible. Yeah, it was... Uh, uh, it was very funny. Full on in. First time uh, ever that you could just hear it. And I was I was talking while... You could hear I was I was talking while... Mm. Farted. That's how loud it was. So out of the speakers. Anyway, first time. That was the first time. <laughs> how good by a fart. But, uh, oh, yeah. So uh, uh, let's do a clip from you now, Eddie. In fairness, though, you were better off getting heckled by a fart than in what most hecklers do. That's, yeah. That's like a lot better. Yeah, well, we were talking about that earlier. Like, Julesy thought that that was, you know, that, yeah, you're not going to mishear a fart. You're not yeah. going to hear, like. Yeah, well, if that fart came to me and you were like, did you just call me a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> did you just say, get off? <laughs> How dare you? Did you who just booed? Oh, it was your ass cheeks. Okay. <laughs> It's not that, but see, it completely derailed a gig. Like I had, a, I had more time. That's why I just kept talking about it because you know what it's like. You you can't just that. That's oh, you have to address the the the, the train track has shifted to a different, and you can't. There's no reversing. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go and, and but it's good. It makes you it makes you come up on the spot with whatever is going on in the room. So um, yeah, and then we went to an interval. Rightly so. <laughs> and then Colin Geddes came out afterwards, and straight away was like. Who fucking farted and then it was straight <laughs> and then it started up again <laughs> oh ryan he got it man he definitely got it he became the star of the show the fans of the show so uh oh yeah so there was a storm eunice we're gonna play a clip from eddie and then you had a pretty terrifying like flight yeah eunice was a while back and about I, a month ago now wasn't it? yeah i had a flight that we, we we were close to crashing that's what it felt like is eddie talking about his uh brush with death in an airline during storm eunice do you remember storm eunice uh, i flew at ryanair right just flying from dublin to birmingham and we were about to arrive i could see the airport and the whole fucking journey was horrible it was horrific like we we're, were all loads of people went to the bathroom vomiting from the turbulence it was crazy then but as we're getting in it gets so much worse getting into birmingham the plane starts going like this i can see the airport and then uh, an alarm a little beepy thing goes off and i was just like oh my god this is it oh fuck I was like, oh no oh i should have booked Aer Lingus. no <laughs> You know, to die on a Ryanair flight is the worst nightmare. Like, is there anything worse? Like, at least if I had a booked an Aer Lingus, they'd have come on the speaker to oh, Let's say a little prayer together now. <laughs> Please, Lord, we'll see our loved ones again. And if the Holy Spirit can't help us, we've opened the bar. These spirits will get them into you. Go on now. Free bar for everyone. Fucking Ryanair, come on, like, dong, dong, dong. Another Ryanair flight has crashed on time. Hey, we never miss it. <laughs> Selling discounts on caskets. I'd say Ryanair, they'd, <laughs> they'd turn up at my funeral, wouldn't they? They'd be like, oh, we're just here to um, to give our uh, condolences for, for Eddie. He was a great man. But he's gone to a better place. And if you'd like to go to a better place... <laughs> 
Flights to Marbella for $9.99. Thanks, Ryanair. Ah, damn it. Um, what, what, did you fly for EasyJet? So, how did you become a pilot, actually? Uh, just applied, really. Uh. <laughs> One man who had a dream. <laughs> Just see him at a computer. Enter. <laughs> that dream came true. <laughs> He's brushed with death in airline. Only Ryanair. A few Ryanair scratch cards at my funeral. I know. They would do that at a funeral, wouldn't they? Oh, sorry if you lost scratch cards. Scratch yeah, cards. Yeah. It goes to charity? Sure it does, Ryanair. Sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of loss and life, you could win at life. <laughs> scratch card. <laughs> What's funny, Shane and me were just talking about that, how the last flight he took, him and uh, his mate, his two mates got stung, the 40 euro, because they've changed the size of the baggage yeah. again. Yeah, I got stung as well. Yeah. 40 euro. And they the, the, changed it again. Jesus. So the, the bags, like, and it's still the... We were saying before, you look outside, the planes are the same size. Yeah. They, the, 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 the flight... Like next, the, next the, is gonna, planes the, aren't if, shrinking. If Ryanair keep going down this route, it'll just be like, uh, does your bag fit in here? And it's just like the size of a phone. It's just your phone. A phone you know, case. Your phone case you have to put your phone into. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, you've got a battery pack attached to that phone. Yeah. You can't bring it on. Sorry, sir. Are you wearing a jacket? Yeah. Do you not read our policy on jackets? 50 euro. Uh, do you know what's funny? The, the, it has to be exactly there. You know, they'll be like, take your jacket off, you know, when you're going through the security. But if you go through in the nip, that's probably illegal. They want you to get everything off down to singlet and shorts, mm. but not too, but like, I'd love to just go in naked with her holding a passport. Is this what you want, Reiner? This is what is you this, want? Yeah. Is this what you want, Robert? <laughs> and then just hand, give him a rubber glove. Is this exactly what you want? And just throw money at him. They take that. And also... The, the the money that Shane was saying, so that you paid the money, the bag didn't even go to check in. Yeah, he still carried it on. It still oh, went yeah, so on the flight. They, they, yeah. Give it to someone at the plane. They didn't even try and just act out as if yeah. they they're just like blatantly it's for the money. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna charge you forty euros. Yeah, yeah. It's an absolute joke. The you, scratch you cards. And you. <laughs> I'll just carry it on beside you. Yeah. And Jesus Christ. See, it's 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 a random selection on who they're gonna get a lot of the time. Who are they going to sting with this? Fate? Where were you flying from? Dublin. Dublin to? To Krakow. Okay, yeah, because I, I have found this and, hey, look, I found flying from Dublin, the Ryanair staff can be a bit chilled more than oh. flying sometimes from England. They're, they take their job. This is why it's both a double-edged sword in England. People take their jobs more seriously. And as a result, a lot of things happen more efficiently and on time. But the other side of that is they'll actually charge you when you bring on the bigger bags, mm. when you're going traveling from somewhere in, in Birmingham to Dublin. But if you're going from Dublin to Birmingham, there's a few Irish people, they'll just be like, ah. Yeah. Not, not, not this time though, you got stung. Some people love rules, love having oh. And And speaking of England, I was getting a bus, a night bus, that's classic comedy, from Sheffield to, to London, long bus, right? And I just finished, it was about midnight, I just finished a gig, I was getting the bus back. And some Ryanair staff came on the bus. Ryanair staff was on the bus. The bus driver, he had the Ryanair intentions. It's no drinking policy. I get it. Why is that? It's to stop mess, it's to stop drunks, it's to stop uh, unruly behaviour. Now, I had a, a couple of bottles <laughs> of whiskey. 
No, no, no. I had a couple of bottles of hot, like it was hot. It was small bottles of beer, just beer. I love how you like justified the rule. You're like, it's totally reasonable. No, but fuck them. Yeah. Well, like, no, it's, I was, I was going to have a one or two bottles of beer. That was it. You have any more, you have to stop for a whisk anyway. I got on. It was just in my back. I was about three seats back on the opposite side of the driver. So we're on a motorway now. Noise. And he still heard I, I, on my keys. He's changing gear. He's changing gear. Okay, he's in about. He's beeping the horn. The wheels on the bus go. In case anyone listening was unsure what the bus sounded like. I'm three seats back. There's quite a reverberation of the engine through the seats. <laughs> I'll transport you onto this coach. <laughs> Third gear, fourth gear. Coming down the ramp on the motorway. I'm going to get some sound effects for this section of the <laughs> And then I had this bottle opener right now. Okay. It's on my keys. I did this quietly. So this quietly in a studio, a silent studio, right? It's pretty quiet. I open the, the, the top of the beer. I'm not joking, lads. <laughs> down a gear down, a, down second gear it's first gear what's going on he pulls into the shoulder on the rumble strip he pulls over I swear the bus driver gets up he's on his own the whole bus is like he's got a bad ankle it creaks as he goes the bus the people are still awake because they just had a stop in Sheffield they're all looking around the lights are on he comes up he stands over to him he goes no no drinking on the bus I was like oh no I just finished work oh, I'm sorry but I just was have this one bottle and then I was going to sleep no drink on a bus. Oh, you put the beer on the side of the road or you're on the side of the road. Like he was going to drop me on the side of the motorway. What did you do? And obviously everyone's looking at me like, what are you doing, mate? You're ruining So he just wanted to make me into a... You can see I'm not like, I just had a bottle of beer, mate. What are you doing about? I was just talking quietly and all that. I was just like, sorry, mate. I was just going to have one bottle. I'm going to put the rubbish in the back and then I'm getting off. Like, you know, I didn't want to create a scene. I wanted to drink quietly and go have a little nap. So I went, I went I mean, so far, so far I'm on the driver's side completely. I know it, but what? he didn't have to do that. I wasn't even making any noise. I wasn't going to be. So this, so is, anyway, this I, is, this is demo exceptionalism. This is like, they didn't have to do it to me. You know, what if everyone's having a beer? What if I the whole bus? I wouldn't care unless there was a group of people going, vomiting and whatnot. This, uh, this, Why is, Damo's would you care? Bus, this is Damo's bus company. Why would you that, care? The rules are to stop that. I wasn't doing that. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Nor would I have. But, like, to drop someone... Surely dropping someone on the side of the road is more illegal than than just letting someone have one beer on a bus. Do you get me? That's, yeah, that's he, more horrible. It's grand scary. He gave you the option. He gave you the option. I know. So, I went... So, yeah, okay. This is the bit where I did wrong. Now, I was still sober at this stage. I got off and it, I got off and I was going to put the bottle of beer on the side, which is littering, by the way. He wanted, he, he, I, I, I took a quick... So the problem with... I think it was Heineken. Have you ever tried to swig that? It gets very frothy very quick. You can't swig it. I started drinking it. He goes... And he started closing the door. And I was like, okay, I'm getting on. So I put the bottle down. And I got back on. I was like, thanks very much. And then he just drove along. And yeah, that's... And then I just went to sleep. But I, I had a little bottle of white wine as well in my bag. So I had to wait until it Hold was... Hold on. Like, why... I didn't you, open that one. Are you until okay, Damo? You don't like bus rides or something? You're like, I just had you know, a few bottles of white, a few yeah. Heineken. Nah, I didn't open that one, but like he, but you know, he didn't have to. I was just thinking, if this was in Ireland, would they have cared that much? No, this is how little they would care. I was on a bus from Galway to Limerick, and <laughs> there was a man. There was like three people drinking. They look, they're quite rough characters, and one of them. Um, 
he stood up. Uh, I was in the very back and he stood up. The fire exit was like two rows ahead of me. And he stood up and he urinated down the fire oh, exit. Oh, no. He, he drank a lot of beer. This is where... Maybe maybe it was the same bus driver and he was like, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And he was like, no one's ever drank on my bus again. But no, he didn't even stop the bus. The bus driver was just like, he must have known. The guy was standing. I with his, his willy I was actually, I had an empty bottle. So as the guy was pissing, he was like two seats ahead. I just got this empty bottle. I was like, man, piss into that. So I handed him like a two liter. While it was in full flow. He was in full flow and then he kind of pissed into it. But like, at least that's somewhat better than pissing down the stairs. You know what I mean? Yep. Like where it's going to stink the whole place. If you didn't have a, a And he, a he, filled, he yeah. filled like a two liter bottle. And then, <laughs> and then get this, this is the funniest part that at least like it made me laugh along the rest of the bus ride. Because it was early in the bus ride and it was a daytime bus ride. And the, he put the <laughs> bottle down. He, he, put, he, he was going to like drop it. And then I was like, uh, here's the lid. Like as in, you know, he was just out of it he it put, frothed up more than a Heineken I can tell you he put the lid on it put the bottle down you know in the middle where everyone walks down on, on a bus mm. and as it, the bus accelerates like you know they kind of the, the bottle would fall all the way down because it's at a slight angle it would and roll the, it would roll all the way down and then the bus would accelerate and then the bottle would roll back <laughs> oh, no. and so all the people on the bus just saw this big bottle of piss just roll no. to the top and then roll down back to the back where I was and hit me in the foot and I was like oh, damn it oh there's urine but better, yeah, you did the right thing. So how much, how many millimeters? But he should have been instantly the kicked steps? off the bus. And he was let on. He was, he was let to stay I on. The, I told the bus driver and the bus driver goes, <laughs> I told the bus driver what happened. And he goes, yeah, Jess, it's very bad, isn't it? I was like, so you, it was in, he knew. <laughs> he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I mean, other people might not have. But so he didn't even go, here, sit down there or nothing. He might have said sit down I, I can't remember all the details I just remember like Shocked that he wasn't kicked off And also there was a toilet In the bus That's how he, little he what? cared It was a bus with a toilet And he just was like Meh Fire Was exit. it empty? The, the I, I don't know man I was just like Holy shit Wow man Yeah that wouldn't happen in England Because it wouldn't have got to that stage But Hey you want a bit of I would rather that I'd rather watch a, a Wee go up and down In a In a bottle they have these Nazi rules on buses. Well, you know, you get a story out. You're living your life, aren't you? Hmm. I mean, it sounds like uh, if he was, if it got worse than that, he should have would have been kicked off. But yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, we got it. We got it. What's worse than that? A turd in a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we got a brilliant um, apologies. So yeah, after you did that uh, story, you, yeah, you were hosting. You brought on Deirdre O'Kane, yeah, who we were lucky enough to have on, and she was just like to try stuff out. But then she just continued on with it. Uh, her sister was a flight attendant, was that yeah, right? or was at least. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and then just went on. Oh yeah, because someone in the uh, audience was a pilot and was also in Storm Eunice. Yes, yeah, so that pilot who was in Storm Eunice as well. Deirdre O'Kane comes up and like you know has another story but but she's brilliant hit it Deirdre my sister I don't know how British Airways ever hired my sister because she's not nice like she does she she doesn't have a nice manner she doesn't like people like she never did and I flew with her once on a flight from Dublin to London and she literally went through the cabin like this tea or coffee (laughs) tea or coffee that's just her manner. She wasn't even a bad form. But British Airways loved her. They, they promoted her. Um, and they, they gave her a job as a bursar working, looking after first class passengers on transatlantic flights. 
and uh, she was once on a flight to Los Angeles and the singer uh, J-Lo was on the flight, right? And she was, she was looking after her. And J-Lo had a personal assistant who kept saying to my sister, um, so excuse me, J-Lo would like some water. And then minutes later, J-Lo would like some coffee. And then J-Lo would like more water. I'm sorry, excuse me, J-Lo would like more coffee. More water, more coffee, more water, more coffee. J-Lo would like more water, more coffee. This just went on and on. They were talking to the wrong girl, the wrong girl. So she lasted, like the flight to LA is what, 12 hours, something a bit more, anyway, halfway. She got to halfway and then she fucking lost it. <laughs> so she went down to the PA and she said to her, um, I'm sorry now, but she said, can J-Lo not ask for the water herself? <laughs> and the assistant said, um, no. J-Lo doesn't speak to flight attendants. Fucking neck. And the sister said, oh, that's gas. I knew she couldn't sing. <laughs> she didn't get fired for that. She got a warning, but she did get fired very shortly after. <laughs> because she had an American man sitting up in first class. He just happened to be a very loud and uh, quite arrogant man. and. He was doing pretty much what J-Lo's assistant was doing, going, um, can I get a gin and tonic? I'm cold here, can I get a blanket? And just a lot of shouting. Her issue was, not that he was asking for stuff, but that it just wasn't a pleaser, thank you, like just nothing. So again, couple of hours in, she was doing fine, and he said, um, can I get another gin and tonic? Uh, can, could you take my... So she just went down to him, and she said as gently as she could, she said, sir, would you ever fuck off? <laughs> and he absolutely lost the plot because he was up in first class. He had paid about 10 grand for this ticket. So he said, okay, this is outrageous. I want to see the pilot or the autopilot. I want to see whoever's in charge here. Now, the, the autopilot couldn't come down to him because he was busy looking out for mountains. So the pilot came down. But first of all, he actually took my sister aside, her name is Liz, and he said, Liz, please tell me. He knew her, he knew what she was like. He said, please tell me that you didn't tell that man to fuck off. <laughs> and she said, no, I didn't. Jesus, no. She said, no, he's not well. He's not well. Um, he's actually been abusive from the minute he got on the flight. She said, honestly, keep away from him. Keep away from the guy's nuts. So <laughs> pilot goes over to the man and he goes, Sir, I'm very sorry. However, I'm sorry, you know, apparently you're, you're saying, and he said, yes, she told me to fuck off. And I want to be sure that she's going to be fired. She said, okay, okay, I hear what you're saying. However, he said, I have to look after my staff, and she tells me that she didn't tell you to fuck off. Now, I believe you, I believe you, and here's some champagne. It's on the plane. And, um, no, I love that myself. Okay, just for me. Um, but he said, look, it's on the plane. He said, however, you know, she, she tells me she didn't. So, you know, I, I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to remove her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put her to the other side of the plane and somebody else is going to look after you, okay? And he said, okay, fine, fine, fine. Another six hours, six more hours of the flight. They land at LAX and my sister goes back over to that side to get her own coat and he shouts at her from his seat. Um, could you get my coat? So she just went down to me and she said, I thought I told you. 
Brilliant. Deirdre Kane. Excellent. She's on again in a few weeks. Yeah, man. Can't wait. Yeah. She rips it. Uh, she's brilliant. And we've got really good comedians coming up. Jarrett O'Regan, David McSavage, Tom. Say O'Regan? Jarrett O'Regan? Just Regan, I think it is. Sorry, Jarrett. But isn't O, O, <laughs> O, isn't O before a name? And that's, just a Western, that's just a Galway thing. It's I just throw in an O. It? Yeah, it's son of, isn't it? O. Mac is son of. And Nee and nee is daughter of, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and, Ma- and Mac is in Scotland, that's son of, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah, like yeah. whatever. But yeah, so he is definitely a son of someone. We all are. If we're a bloke, yes. <laughs> so Charlotte Regan. Charlotte Regan. David McSavage, son of David, Savage. David McSavage, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's loads of great comedians coming up. Yeah, and um, I still haven't told that story about the lady of the night. So I'm going to oh, do Jesus, like, Don't worry, I haven't Jesus. forgotten everybody. Everyone's like, where's that story? Lord I will. We got a few, few, you know, a few, few tangents this week, as usual. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Next time, um, maybe no food poisoning for Eddie. I'll be on top form. No, no, uh, I've really enjoyed this week. Maybe it's these drugs you got here, man. Um, if you're a drug company and you want to sponsor us, yeah, <laughs> we'll be banging boxes. Whatever box you want us to hit the microphone with, we'll do that. Oh, and uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, give a review and uh, tell your friends to watch it. Watch. Watch it with your ears. I'm sick. He's delusional. He's on these great drugs. Why don't you join us? I'm just thinking about going back to bed. Yeah, man. Take some drugs and watch this podcast with your mind. Hmm. (laughs) See you next time. Bye bye.